In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Welcome to Mortgage Marketing Radio, brought to you by the Mortgage Marketing Institute, your number one source for truth in mortgage marketing. Hey listeners, Jeff Zimfer, welcome to another episode of Mortgage Marketing Radio. I am so glad you are here. Hey, I'm recording this in the month of June. What that means is we've arrived at the midway point of 2018. Where are you? It's time to take that mid-year assessment, which by the way, I got a quick tip for you this month. Um, you can use the mid-year assessment as a good reason to reach out and call realtors and schedule appointments with realtors. Whether existing realtor partners you want to dive deeper with, ones that are kind of on the peripheral, maybe you've done a deal here or there, but you're having, struggling with getting some traction or engagement, or you've got agents that you've not yet reached out to, but you know you want to, right? Here's a strategy for you. Ring, ring. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Agent, Jeff Zimfer here at ABC Mortgage. And depending on the level of engagement you have with this real estate agent, right, the, the script is going to change a little bit, but here's what you can try and do. Hey, it's Jeff, you know, ABC Mortgage. Uh, quick call because it's the midway point of 2018. And I make it a best practice of mine to reach out to my real estate agent partners and those that uh, are actually on my short list of top producers in the area whom uh, I'd like to have a conversation with. And you are on that list. So it's a midway point of the year, and one of the things I do in business planning is I do a look back and a look forward. It's time to check in, right? And so I'm doing some business planning for 2018 and uh, for the rest of 2018, and you are on my short list of agents that I'd like to have uh, a deeper partnership with. And I'm sure you're probably looking at the rest of 2018 and ensuring that you're going to be on track to achieve your goals, if not more. And what I'd like to do is schedule a time to chat, have a coffee or lunch, whatever, and let's sit down and find out right? What your plan is for the, for the rest of 2018, how I can help you. And then you might want to interject some of the ways you're helping other agents. For example, Mr. and Mrs. Agent, one of the ways I help agents is according to the NAR, um, the average real estate agent generates 25 contacts per month, but only about two of those contacts are actually ready to get active and buy or sell right now. So one of the value propositions I bring to agents is helping to incubate, build a fence around those leads so that when they are ready to get active in market, I drive them back to you. And that's one of the value-added services that uh, I provide to my real estate agent partners. So, hey, what are you doing next Tuesday at three o'clock or Thursday at noon? 
I'd love to grab a coffee, learn more about you and your business, and talk about how I can help you achieve your goals through the rest of 2018. So anyway, that's just a possible script. You might want to consider using that. Check it out. Now, as far as this week's show, I've got a very special guest, uh, an old friend of mine from way back in the day. I've known Chris Johnstone for a number of years. I had him on the podcast, gosh, about 16 months ago or so. And I'm bringing Chris back uh, because a lot's changed in the digital marketing landscape, specific to Facebook. And what we're talking about here in this session is it's a crash course in getting started with Facebook advertising. So there's a lot of buzz around Facebook. You see other loan officers maybe, you know, touting leads generated and all this kind of stuff. And you may be one of those folks who's curious about, hey, how do I go, you know, consumer direct? How do I add some Facebook marketing advertising into my overall marketing mix? How do I be smart with Facebook? What type of ads should I run? How do I follow up? How do I get a good conversion? Right? What is the what is the the advertisements that are generating the most response? That's what today's episode is all about. Chris Johnstone and his company, Connection Incorporated. He's been in the mortgage-specific space, helping mortgage originators um, drive digital leads and conversions for over 11 years. And there's a short list of people that I personally trust in the digital marketing space when it comes to specific to mortgage and real estate. Chris is on that very, very short list. He's at the top of the list, actually. And so that's why I feel totally confident in bringing Chris to you. Um, it's what I call truth in mortgage marketing. And uh, Chris is always just a, a great deep dive education on best practices and how if you're interested in getting started with Facebook advertising yourself, how you can kind of dip your toe in the pool, what to do. We'll walk through that on this episode. And then if you're at that place in your business where maybe, you, you know what, you, you have the resources and you just want to automate, uh, outsource that and just, you know, have to deal with talking with interested prospects and leads who are actually qualified, well, there's that option for you here as well. But what we do have is at the end of this crash course um, in Facebook marketing, which you'll hear in just a moment on today's episode, um, we do have a special unique offer that Chris is offering to my listeners. And that is a free 30-minute one-on-one consultation. Um, If you want to dive into some Facebook advertising, some questions, uh, figure out what's right for you uh, or not, um, that's the opportunity we have for you. There's a link to this in the show notes um, for you to set up a a 30-minute appointment with someone on Chris's team. The link is connectwithconnection.com. That'll be in the show notes. And like I said, it is a a, a very low-key, totally 100% consultation, not a sales pitch or anything like that. Look, you'll get an education listening to this. You'll get an education by scheduling a call with Chris's team. And if you choose to take any next step, well, that's your choice if it's right for you. That's that. So without further ado, enjoy this crash course in Facebook advertising and appreciate you leaving a review on the podcast, on the blog, iTunes. Love to hear your feedback. And as always, you can connect with me anytime. Info at mortgagemarketinginstitute.com. So let's get into this week's show. Chris Johnstone, welcome to the show. Hey, Jeff. Thanks so much for having me. It is a pleasure to reconnect with you once again. It has been over a year, probably, I don't know, 16 months or something since we did the last podcast recording. And a lot's changed since then in the digital world. (laughs) (laughs) Well, certainly has. It has been too long. Yeah. So glad to have you back. Um, You are definitely one of those people, as you know, there's a lot of noise, right, in the industry. And I like to think that I'm hopefully bringing truth in mortgage marketing to my listeners. And that's why I'm glad to have you back because I think you're one of those people who tells the truth, right? And um, isn't really just about, you know, oh, how do we sell something to the mortgage space, but you're really adding value to a lot of folks I know out there. So I appreciate you being here. With that said, for those listeners who may not be familiar with you, your company, tell us real quickly, what do you do? 
So, yeah, absolutely. So we do digital marketing services just for mortgage lenders. We drive closed loans from Google and Facebook, basically. Uh, we've got an incredible team of people here that uh, that only do digital marketing and only work in the mortgage space. So um, we just we love helping. And that's why, you know, I'm happy to give all this stuff away for free because, you know, I just want people to get results. If it ends up that we're the people doing the work for you, that works out great, too. Awesome. Okay, cool. So, um, and of course, uh, you know, in the, in the conversation here, we're going to provide some links in the show notes to your website, to some other offers we're going to have uh, for you that are listening. If you're interested in learning more about, you know, Facebook marketing, Google marketing, things like that. Um, but with that said, okay, so we kind of set it up. It's been a while since we talked, I don't know, 16 months or so. Um, what's changed that's important for mortgage loan officers to know when it comes to right the digital landscape and looking at going consumer direct, what what do you think would be important for them to know that's you know uh, on the on the horizon today? Well, I mean, for this conversation, let's speak specifically to Facebook because mm-hmm. I think that's where uh, the the primary changes have happened, right. and they have gotten exceptionally good at zeroing in on the target market and really identifying when people move from just kind of kicking the tires and being interested in real estate or interested in mortgages to actually going down a purchase path and getting ready to make that transaction. So we're finding that the leads that are coming through the funnels are actually a little bit higher quality, but definitely further along the purchase path. So Primarily, we would have to throw in the past a very wide net, bring a lot of people into it. And now, because Facebook has gotten so good at at tracking, which sounds kind of weird, but because they know what websites people are starting to visit right before they make their purchase path, we find that we can throw a smaller net and collect a better quality lead through those funnels, Mm. Um, which is fantastic. So you said something there interesting about tracking and Facebook knowing what websites people visit before making a purchase. So I'm I'm curious to unpack that a little bit in that if we're looking to identify consumers that uh, you know might be ready on that journey for potentially buying um are you saying that Facebook then is is has gotten better at let's say this group of consumers in Seattle, right? Um we can actually get granular to the point of like identifying real estate related websites that these people may have visited. That's right. And what you would do inside the Facebook platform is just give it a category of interested in real estate, or um, they even break it down into subcategories as, uh, you know, far as, you know, interested in moving or looking to purchase a home. And how does Facebook discern between, you know, air quotes, interested in real estate, which could mean a lot of different things to, right, narrowing it that even further that maybe we know they visited realtor.com or uh, Zillow or something like that. Yeah. And Facebook is making that determination for us. Uh, We're just telling it the category that we're looking for. So when you tell Facebook, hey, I'm looking for somebody that's interested in moving or or that's going to purchase a home, Mm -hmm. there's a completely different subset of websites online like Zillow and Realtor.com that they know that they're going to to get purchase information. So in today's world, they're able to differentiate between house-based websites that are designed around decor Mm -hmm. and all of those wonderful things. Those people are looking to decorate a home, not 
purchase a home. Right. And it's now granular to the point where they can tell the difference between those two people. Now, a little bit of an advanced tip and something that we've been doing at the agency for the last six months, which has really made a difference in the quality of the leads that we're generating. And again, this really speaks to Facebook's advancement is we're opening up our lead generation funnels to everybody inside our Facebook ads. So on particular accounts where we know that we can go after a very broad scope, so we can target people that are interested in real estate mortgages. And these are typically for our mortgage clients that say, hey, look, I just want purchase business. I don't want a specific subset in the marketplace. I just want people that are looking to buy a home right now. We'll go into Facebook. We'll set a target area. We'll target the language that people are speaking and then nothing else in the targeting options. We don't include interest in real estate or interest in mortgages or even exclude because you can exclude your ads so that you know realtors don't see them or your competition doesn't see them. We leave all of that open. And then we write uh, dog whistle copy, you know, that comes from Dan Kennedy. Mm. And it's essentially being so specific with your offering in the advertisement that only the people that are a really good lead are going to click on it. And we then use the Facebook pixel, which is just Facebook's way of tracking who actually fills out the form or the conversion piece. And they optimize the campaign to find more of the people that are like the people that are filling out the form. So we go with a very broad net, a very specific advertisement, and then we just let the Facebook algorithm figure the rest out. Hmm. And what we've found is that we're able to generate a, a quality lead that is the same as when we go really, really detailed with the targeting, mm-hmm. but the cost for that lead is actually less because we've we're not now competing in a very specific category. We're competing with you know open traffic that Facebook allows us to buy for less cost, but they still bring us the same quality leads that come through the funnel. Interesting. You go back to something you mentioned, which is using language as an identifier to you know to identify people uh, possibly moving versus some of those other categories. So I want to make sure I understand that. Are you saying that um, Facebook can? identify certain sentences right that people are what are they doing how does how does that show up so that's more of us identifying the people through the advertising copy so to give you an Mm. example of that a a good advertisement i shouldn't say a good advertisement but an advertisement that we would run inside an account would start something off like have you put an offer in on a home only Mm. to find out that there's already a pending offer our mortgage pre-qualification service can make sure that that never happens again. Plus, we would love to pair you with a realtor that can send you updates the moment a home hits the market that mm. matches what you're looking for. Sign yeah. up for, for our free service. Okay. So there's only you know maybe 1% of the people that see that advertisement it'll resonate with. Mm. But that 1%, the people that actually fill out the form, once Facebook sees a certain number, of those people fill out the form, they create a customer avatar based on the people that are filling out the form. Mm-hmm. So Facebook will exclude the other 99% and just start showing the ads mm-hmm. to the people that are like the 1%, if that makes sense. 
It does. And if I'm following the flow here, then perhaps a benefit to that, if I'm correct, is rather than getting a thousand leads that you have to sift and sort through and burn your time, maybe you get a hundred, but they're much more highly qualified. Exactly. Yeah. I like that because you and I both see people touting and advertising, you know, Hey, this loan officer generated a thousand leads, you know, (laughs) I always like to know, man, that sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Yeah. So we start the sorting of the, of the lead quality, you know, right in the ad copy. Mm -hmm. And we're very much against the, you know, I, I generate as many leads as possible for the least amount of cost. Right. We're very much, let's get the highest quality leads through the funnel yeah. and then work on making it as positive on the return on investment as possible. But we try and stay away from, you know, the cheapest leads. Let's get the highest quality leads first and then work backwards. Okay. That's great. That was a nice crash course education there. Thank you. Um, I want to think about, you know, the listeners I've got, I've probably have people in two camps roughly. Um, I got, you know, the one loan officer who's, you know, says, Hey man, this Facebook thing, you know, uh, I, I want to start kind of dipping my toe in the water and test it out. Um, and then we've got the other side of the, the camp, which is, um, you know, they're in a place in their business where they can, they want to just outsource it all. Right. And realize that that's probably the better decision for them, but let's take camp one first for a moment. And what advice would you give them? If I've got a loan officer sitting here listening and they're like, okay, I want to start just kind of running my own ads to test out some stuff to see if I can generate some leads and maybe hand off a few leads to realtors. Any kind of advice, best practices, you know, creating that ad, anything there? Yeah, for sure. So uh, so there's a number of things. So I'll cover three core points that'll okay. probably give the best value to the listener. The first point, is that it is easier to generate real estate leads than it is to generate mortgage leads. Get people that are interested in real estate and then pre-qual them um, after you've made that initial introduction. Mm. It's a lot, well, I mean, if you're going to be running real estate ads, you need to have a partner that's on side with you on the real estate side of things. Not only does it give you- Real real quick, not to interrupt, but a question on that. Why is it easier? Uh, Because everybody wants a house and nobody wants a mortgage. There you go. Thank you. Cool. All right. Yeah. So, and uh, you know, and we see that on Instagram, the the engagement on just the real estate photos that we're putting out there mm. is much higher. We get a, a much better social spread on those advertisements as well. So, uh, you know, partner with a local realtor if that's the path that you want to go down, and then advertise the offers. I know everybody knows that you know, the, we'll send you a list of homes that match your search criteria and the find out what your home is worth offers have been around since, well, the beginning of real estate, Mm. but they still work. Don't let the fact that an offer uh, has been working for X number of years deter you from using it. Go out with an offer that actually gives people value. Offer to set them up on that home search service and make sure that you're connecting them with the realtor. So number one, you know, pick your marketplace, get a partner, make sure that everything is compliant. Okay. When you go into the targeting options to run the ads on Facebook, you go to the Facebook ads manager, go in, target people in your local marketplace. The number one mistake that I see when people are running their own advertisements is they try and use all of the fancy features that Facebook has to get as targeted as possible and to get their audience as small as possible, which makes sense. You think, you know, the, the smaller the pond, the easier it is going to be to fish. 
Mm. When in reality, you want to take your targeting options as broad as possible. We typically like to see an audience size of at least 200 to 250,000 people. And then again, let that Facebook algorithm do the heavy lifting and figuring out who your audience is. I always like to see people start off with uh, lead ads on Facebook where people are actually filling out the form on Facebook so you don't have to mess around with setting up a lead generation page or chat bot or any of the advanced things. Mm -hmm. Um, Those will get you off the ground quickly, which I think is important for somebody who's just getting started with Facebook ads. Dip your toe in the water and make sure. uh, And, you know, so number two, set the targeting in your area, but don't narrow it too narrow and just write a decent advertisement. Um, I've given you a great script earlier in the call. Right. And then number three is understand that it's not going to work the first time. You know, <laughs> the <laughs> likelihood of your first Facebook ad being a massive success and you converting, you know, one out of the first 10 leads that you generate. I'm, you know, I'm not trying to be uh, negative or anything like that, but it's when you're advertising on the internet, you are absolutely playing a game of math. Mm. And it's not logical for somebody to see a Facebook ad, click on it, submit their information, and then eight minutes later, fill out a long-form mortgage application with somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what people expect to happen on the system. But if you put yourself in the shoes of the end consumer, that doesn't make sense. So understand that you're going to generate these leads, and there's going to need to be a follow-up process on the back end that helps you establish yourself as an expert, build a relationship with those leads, refer them to the proper realtor, and then have that person come back to you. And we, you know, we have automated software that does the text messages, the emails, the ringless voicemails to nurture that relationship for you. But if you're just getting started, just understand that the most important part of the follow-up and where the money really is in the system is in the fourth and the fifth and the sixth phone call mm-hmm. that you're going to make to the lead. And you have to have a critical mass within your system in order for the math to work. So a good rule of thumb is 100. You've got to put 100 leads through your system before you're going to be able to get down to the four or five quality leads that you're going to be able to work down the process of turning into an actual funded loan. So go into it knowing that it's better to set a budget of 5 or $10 a day and allow that to drip over time and stay with it long term, then try and run, you know, two hundred dollars a day, do it for five days and say this doesn't work and shut it all off. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing that, by the way. Um the the wide net you talked about that, you know, two hundred you said two hundred thousand, two hundred and fifty thousand was a good range of audience to start with. Correct. It, it, at some point, once the algorithm does some learning and you fine-tuning your process, does it make sense to you know, start to, to reel that in. So, well, here's the great thing about it is that you can actually then expand your audience after that, because once Facebook understands who your perfect customer is, and you've given it that information by either, you know, watching the people that are filling out the lead forms on your website or watching the people that are filling out, you know, your Facebook lead form, Mm it knows the 1% that you're going after. Mm -hmm. So you can take that audience size from 250,000 to 500,000. It's not going to advertise to 500,000 people. It's just going to advertise to the 1% of the people 
that match the people that have already filled out the form. And again, because you're telling them, hey, I'm going to be a lot broader than all of these other advertisers. They can take remnant traffic that they're not selling to somebody else, mm. give it to you at a discount, but you're still only advertising to your perfect customer. And that is part of how we're able to drive our cost per lead down over time for our clients, but still maintain the same quality of leads that are coming through the funnel. Do you ever see the situation, you know, mortgage loan officer in a particular town or area, and they're pulling the, pulling the you know, targeting elements off of Facebook, and they're not in that 250,000 audience? And what do you do there? Uh, yeah. So... Uh, in that case, we'll typically tell our client, look, as we launch this system out for the first 30 or 60 days, your cost per lead is going to be a little bit higher mm -hmm. because we have to buy into a smaller audience. We, there's nothing that really we can really do. But once the, the learning is complete and that Facebook pixel really knows who it should be targeting, the, the optimization and dropping the cost per lead works the same. Okay, cool. Thank you. Okay, so um, in terms of the flow of the lead, it comes in. Uh, I'd like to know where you stand on keeping people on Facebook to complete a form, right? Uh, versus sending them to a separate lead capture form out off of Facebook. What have you seen for better conversions? What's your advice there? So great question. And this again, comes back to the conversation of lead quality. Mm. So when you drive somebody through like when you open up ads manager it gives you the options for all the different campaign types that you can run uh one says traffic and one says conversion if you pick one of those two campaign types you're going to be directing people off of facebook to a landing page um don't send them to the home page of your website craft a landing page that has a specific offer that matches exactly what's in the advertisement so we have a mortgage offering that generates mortgage leads right now. And the core of the offer is giving away a free mortgage buying guide that includes the rate calculator, a home budget worksheet, and access to real-time rates. We package that together in a PDF. And when they land on the landing page, it has the picture of the little mini book and then an opt-in form on the left-hand side. The leads that come through that form are roughly double what we pay to generate somebody through a lead form on Facebook. But the quality is about twice as good because somebody that has gone off of Facebook, mm. especially on a mobile device, and taken the time to actually type in first name, last name, phone number, email address, that person really wants that information and they're interested in the offering continuing through on the process. When you use a Facebook lead form, they click the button on the ad. Facebook pre-fills all of their information right on the Facebook lead form, and they just tap the button a second time, and it submits the information into the form. So some people go through that process, and they go, oops, I didn't mean to click that button. Mm -hmm. And they fill the form. It's not really a high-quality lead. You're still figuring that into your metrics, so your cost per lead is a little bit lower, but you're getting people through that funnel that aren't necessarily perfectly qualified. So Facebook lead forms definitely bring in the, the lowest cost per lead. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, basically the, the landing page funnel or using, you know, service like click funnels or lead pages or any one of those software programs out there to create those lead generation pages, you're going to have a higher cost per lead. That's kind of like your, 
your lowest converting funnel that comes through. And then, is, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to, to interrupt, but I did want your listeners to know there is kind of like a middle ground mm. there. And we have other funnels that are using surveys. Um, right. So we experience the power of surveys in our, our SEO product. So um, what we do is we get lenders ranked locally on Google, and then we use a survey process on the back end to get their customers to leave five-star reviews. So the lender ends up you know, ranked really well in the map placement, and they're the best reviewed person in that local marketplace. So as we figured out that survey process on that side of the business, our account managers came back and said, hey, they're using this survey thing on the Google side of things. Why don't we try that on Facebook? And so we use almost like a short form loan application, but it's one question at a time. And it's seen as almost like, a, you know, take this quick quiz to get mortgage ready. And those convert much better than the landing page. And the leads are a much higher quality than what comes in on a Facebook lead form. So we're finding very ha- a very nice, happy medium using that survey processing funnel that we've built as well. Hmm. Um, yeah, I've seen that before. You know, kind of the, the, a lot of the big boys use that, you know, those kind of uh, interest rate aggregation sites and things like that where they kind of gamify that loan process. Yeah, well, yeah. it uh, it works. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you a question on, um, you know, the cost for leads lower on a Facebook lead page versus sending them to an external landing page. Is Facebook doing that just because they really want to drive keeping people on Facebook? So I think it has more to do with the ease of the entry into the funnel and the fact that their information is already pre-filled out on the form mm-hmm. and all they have to do is tap the button. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the easier you make it for somebody to go through the funnel and submit their information, yep. the more people that you're going to get through. Um, but I do know, you know, Facebook does absolutely want to keep people uh, on the platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't yeah. think that's the core. But they're the core not. They're not penalizing you because you're sending them offsite. No, no, absolutely not. Facebook okay. knows they're going to come back. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Who knows? What is the visit? I mean, it's two billion. But you know, my gosh, it's crazy. Um, Okay, so we've got that lead, and thank you, by the way, for that awesome kind of you know walkthrough on that process. Um, what what are a couple of key points you want to make sure listeners know about? Again, we've got our our you know our avatar, which is you know Joe mortgage person, Sally mortgage person. They just listen to your crash course. They they're putting their first Facebook ad up there. I'm assuming that you have seen people drop the ball once they've got the ad up in a lead capture form for a variety of reasons. Do you have any? comments or best practices around that? Absolutely. And um, so I've been online lead gen in the mortgage space for 11 years now. And absolutely, without a doubt, your response rate and the time it takes for you to get back to the lead is crucial. You've got to be within a five to 10 minute window. You Your conversion rates will drop dramatically if you can't make that happen. And the only way that I've been able to see long-term success with making that type of contact is through automation. And it's either through, you know, we have software that does this for our clients, but Mm -hmm. you can use a service like Slide Isle Mm -hmm. um, or or something like that, where as soon as somebody fills out the form, there's a ringless voicemail that goes out 10 minutes later, a nice friendly text. Hey, 
I called, left you a message. If you have any questions, here's my contact information. And then an email that follows up, you know, 20 minutes after that, that actually fulfills the obligation, builds trust, has a testimonial in the footer of the communication that you're sending to those people, and then drip out to them. So Jeff, I know that you know these statistics, but it may be useful for your viewers. So your, your response rate after the first day of following up with an online lead uh, decreases by roughly 70%. So if you can get them in the first 10 minutes, that's your best opportunity. Your first day is the majority of the opportunity. And then after that, it dwindles down until you know you really are kind of working the bottom of your funnel. It's still very profitable to do that, but pick the low-hanging fruit first. Mm-hmm. Now, the other half of that is that most sales professionals, and I forget where this statistic comes from, but the majority, it's like over 80% of sales professionals will not follow up a third time on a lead. Mm-hmm. But all of the conversions happen after basically the seventh touch point. <laughs> so the majority of the opportunity in working these online leads comes after six or seven follow-up pieces. Most people never get to three. Mm-hmm. So there's an entire industry built around Legion in our space, the you know the Zillows of the world and all of those things. There's a tremendous amount of money being invested in leads that never get called, and that's a huge problem. That uh, you know we we're solving with automation, mm-hmm. but I don't want your listeners to fall into that trap in getting you know really excited about the metrics on Facebook and dropping the ball on the back end of the important part, which is follow up with the leads, help those people. Uh, Don't look at it like, how am I going to convert this person? Call them on the phone and seriously ask them, you filled out a form. Did you mean to fill it out? Yes. (laughs) How can I help you and do that? You know what I mean? It's not magic buying the process, but follow up to the point where they know that you're a professional. They know that you're serious about it and then help those people get to the next level. You'll convert the leads from Facebook. It's very profitable when you do it long-term. So make sure that you don't skimp on the follow-up. Mm. Very, very important there. Follow up, follow up, follow up. It's, it's, it's the F word, right? It's, but it's, you're right. It's where the magic is. Um, and, and of course some automation to help because obviously we're all busy loan officers, so we can't necessarily respond within five minutes. That's where the automation piece comes in. Cause that essentially buys you time till you can, um, integrate that actual live outbound call. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. And what we're finding that with the automation, because uh, we spent a lot of time with the actual scripting experts. So, you know, I created the base of it um, with Carl White and then actually worked with copywriters that are better at this stuff than uh, than myself. Mm-hmm. And we get on average about 40% of the people that come through the funnel are are either texting back, calling back or emailing back as a result of the automation. So it's almost kind of taken that outbound calling completely out of the transaction. So you can just generate the leads on Facebook, let the automation system follow up on the leads and they just become inbound inquiries. Uh, But they feel like you're doing all of the manual labor and the cold calling and all the cold emailing that, you know, a lot of people are doing manually right now. It just sits on autopilot and you just handle the inbound. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. That's good stuff. Uh, in the final minutes we have, I wanted to maybe pivot a little bit and just more so, this is kind of my self-education. It's a question just for me, but um, <laughs> what it probably will benefit the listeners too is, so we, we've been talking about lead gen ads, right? On Facebook. Um, yep. 
curious to if you're if you have visibility to because there's obviously other types of ads, boosting posts or whatever. Do you have any quick takeaways, you know, advice, suggestions for those that those loan officers that are looking to, uh, you know, um, they're, they're, they they want to get on on Facebook, produce content. Um, I mean, that's just like 17 questions in here, so I want to pick one. But um, general advice for if, if I'm not yet going to run an ad, right? But maybe I want to boost a post. Maybe I'm maybe I'm that loan officer that has a a, a weekly video tip or something yep. like that. Um, any advice for increasing reach and engagement with that kind of stuff? So, sure. So a boosted post is fantastic. Target your local marketplace, mm-hmm. and again, you know, if you want to to drill down to people just interested in mortgages, you can. But it's my recommendation that you let Facebook figure that stuff out. Title your video accurately with the actual topic that you're talking about, and then let the viewers choose who's going to view it. If you're consistent, over time, Facebook will learn who wants to watch the videos and just show the videos to those people. And it doesn't take long. It's less than a month. Mm. Run a $5 a day budget and just run that content. Now, here is the magic. And I'll, you know this is advanced for some Mm-hmm. users, but this is exactly what we do for some of our clients. Think of your content that you're putting out there as a filter. Make it very, very good. Make it very high quality. You create a Facebook audience just on the people that view the video. Mm-hmm. So inside Facebook ad, you can create a custom audience. You select the video. Just to clarify, say, can, I, can you do this in the boosting option or do you have to get into the the power editor? Uh, so you can do that within the boosting option. Okay, cool. Go so, so you boost that video, then you go in, you create a custom audience of mm. just that video and people that have watched a certain amount of it. So in all of our marketing, if somebody watches more than 25% of one of the videos that we produce, mm. we put them into a custom audience and show them a different set of advertisements because we know that they're interested in our content and our offer. And then we drive them to a lead generation page that's specific to get them to opt in. Hmm. So you're building brand, you're building audience, you're building awareness, super simple to run a boosted post. Then you can go in after that and fill in the more advanced side of things where you can create a custom audience and just show ads to people that have actually watched your videos. Interesting. Very interesting. And then uh, I know of some savvy loan officers that are actually applying that, that same kind of strategy with targeting real estate agents in their local market to build their brand and awareness and kind of drip feed with content on them before they make that call to try and schedule an appointment with an agent. Oh yeah. And also works exceptionally well. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. So this has been a crash course in <laughs> awesome. So I know we've got a special offer for our listeners who want to learn more, take that next step. And I believe um, what that is, is uh, for those that want to maybe have a, a one-on-one consultation with somebody on your team. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So what we've done is kind of set out uh, a half hour because there's there's different funnels for different. I understand there's people in all different loan types that you want to go out and get, whether it's you know direct purchase business or refinance or BA or FHA or right. uh, you know Homes for Heroes or whatever you are doing. We have funnels for that. We've got funnels for all of them, follow up sequences for all of them. So we can get on the phone and answer your questions. You know, just what questions do you have about Facebook? What funnel really is a good fit for you? And then walk you through. Here's the targeting. Here's the ads. Here's the landing page. Here's how we're converting people into the funnel. Do you want to do this on your own? 
or do you want to have us do it for you? It's like super low key. Mm. And uh, you can sign up for one of those sessions by going to connectwithconnection.com. So our company is called Connection, uh, Connection Incorporated. And so you can just go to connectwithconnection.com, pick a link on the calendar that works for you. And uh, I'll have one of my experts get on the phone with you and help you build out a Facebook campaign that's going to work. Awesome. And I will put the link to connect with connection in the show notes so people can easily access that. And, and if I, you know, for you listeners, I can tell you this, like I said, at the start of this, this recording, right? Truth in mortgage marketing, Chris is one of the good guys out there. So, um, like you said, it's really low key. No one's trying to like, you know, force you, pits you hard or anything like that. It's going to be completely consultative. You'll get your questions answered and then the decision's up to you. Right. I mean, so, um, Dig in if you think you know there's a interest for you to pursue consumer direct on Facebook or other things you want to do on Facebook. Um, Chris is on that short list, and the short list is pretty dang short of uh, you know <laughs> people that I would trust with my money with Facebook ads. So get after it. All right, Chris. Listen, I know you're busy. You got uh, people to help, and uh, I will uh, let you go. But thank you so much for being here once again. Oh, Jeff, it's my pleasure. Thanks again. And uh, we got to do the next one sooner. I hope this really helps a lot of people. I'm confident it will. And uh, as always, listeners, thank you for tuning in. If you like today's episode, remember to uh, share the love. Give us a little rating on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you might be listening to this, even on the blog. And I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Marketing Radio. Want more truth in mortgage marketing? Get more free training and resources at MortgageMarketingInstitute.com. Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before, and I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business, let's just face it, agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.